Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Today, I'm going to be giving you three simple tips that should generate you more than 100 bookings in a very, very short period of time. Stay tuned. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast. It's Friday night. It is the end of the week, and uh, and what a week it's been! Absolutely crazy. <laughs> I um every every Friday evening after work, we always um, finish around twenty past four. So we normally finish around four thirty, but um, on a Friday we normally finish about twenty past four. So we do our most valuable player of the week, so MVP of the week. Uh, but this week, um, the girls decided to do <laughs> some um. Some games, they wanted to do some bonding games, some team bonding games, and little did I know, they had a little surprise for me. Um, They had cut my face out of a Facebook photo, printed it out, and then got some Ken doll's body and uh, put my head on top of the Ken doll body and put it on the whiteboard and um, and then got some of my favorite outfits that I I wear to work every day. And they'd cut those out as well and they played a game called um, Pin Billy's Clothes on Billy. And so (laughs) it was an awesome way to finish the week, but... Oh man, I, I love my team. Hey, I, I just think that we have the best team, the best culture, and um, I don't know. Like, I, I really think that matters. I think that it matters when you when you're trying to work as hard as we work, and we're trying to achieve things that have never been achieved before, and trying to grow a company that's one of the biggest companies in the industry. Um, you need to make sure you have a team along there with you and um, who share your vision. But also, you can't just always be stressed and, and under pressure. You also need to balance it with camaraderie and culture and fun and things like that. And I think we have a pretty good balance of that. Um, so that was a really, really cool afternoon. Um, with that all being said, the podcast today, I'm going to be talking about three simple and quick ways that you can fill your books. If you do these three things I'm about to talk about now, um, you will be able to fill a lot of your bookings if you're quiet. Okay, the first thing I need to talk about um, before we go into what those three things are is that in order to achieve these three things, you must, must, must have a powerful offer. Okay, and I'll explain what I mean by that. Um, One of the programs we do, apart from the six-week challenge and apart from Limitless, which is our coaching program, is we do a program called a rapid sale and growth. And a rapid sale and growth is designed to be a super entry-level program, right? It's a super entry-level marketing program. And the reason why it's entry level is because we normally only do RSGs for two types of businesses. Number one, they don't qualify for a six-week challenge. And what I mean by don't qualify, we have a set of criteria that must be met. And that means like they haven't been in business long enough, their database isn't big enough, they're not earning enough money, um, they're not open for enough hours during the week. Um, and because of that, they don't fit into the criteria of doing a six-week challenge. And so 
For those types of clients, we push them into an RSG rapid talent growth. We also do rapid talent growth um, campaigns for our limitless clients as well because they get a one campaign every single month and sometimes instead of the six-week challenge, they want to throw in an RSG. The difference with an RSG and a six-week challenge is that an RSG is a single service campaign. So with a six-week challenge, we do six services over six weeks. Uh, with an RSG, they're doing one service and that's it. So we'll put a marketing campaign out. It might be, you know, get skin kneeling for X amount. And um, those leads come into our sales team. Sales team pick up the phone, say, hey, do you want to book in? Take the payment over the phone and book it into the client's point of sale. And that's kind of how the RSG works. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, because we have all of our limitless clients, which we've got quite a lot of now, um, and because we work with a lot of sales who come into RSG, we have a really good perspective on, you know, um, uh, I guess metrics from each campaign, and um, I've said this before on the on the podcast, but I'll say it again, especially for those people who are new. Any single campaign that we run, the amount of data that we collect on it, in terms of like um, you know the cost per lead, the cost per acquisition, um, cost per click, um, you know, like comparative data as well, like comparing the, your campaign or this campaign to another business that's similar to yours, to another business that's similar to yours, to different states. Like, honestly, the amount of information and data that we collect on every single campaign is insane. And so because of this, we get a really good understanding of um, what works and what doesn't. And far and away, far and away, like the things that we see consistently that work is not the imagery, it's not the headlines, it's not the business, it's not the type of business, it's not, it's, it's none of that, it's not the demographic, it's not the socioeconomic status of, you know, of, um, of the clientele, like it's none of that. The number one differentiating thing that determines whether or not a campaign is successful or not, <coughs> excuse me, is the offer. It's the offer. If you create an irresistible offer, people buy it. Right? One of the RSGs that we've got on at the moment is a hair salon in Victoria. Now, they're looking to generate over $15,000 in phone sales. That's not including the retail and the upgrades once the client comes in. That's just literally in phone sales. They're looking to generate $15,000 by the end of the campaign, which is a 28-day campaign. This is a, this is a person who a month ago was running the business solely by herself. And she's just brought someone on now. And she's generated $15,000 in over-the-phone sales. I could rattle off probably 5, 10, 15, 20 of those sales that just come to mind straight away who have had similar results. But I could also, I'm not the sort of person who's going to sit here and say, we run like amazing campaigns for every single client that we have, right? Sometimes we don't. And when I look at those campaigns, I'm not saying they were awful, but when I look at those campaigns and they don't meet the standard of what I wanted like, or the expectation of what I wanted to achieve for the client, I look at it and every single time, the number one reason why those why those campaigns didn't do as well as like we would want them to do is because because the offer wasn't good. I'll give you an example. We've got a campaign running at the moment. I won't obviously name any names or anything, um, but they normally do a service for seventy dollars and they've reduced it to fifty five. That is not going to excite anybody. And you know we're running the campaign. We get leads like you know, show interest, we call the leads, and they said, oh, how much is it normally? It's $70. Oh, it's only $55. i will just come in later. I'll book in later. It doesn't create urgency. It doesn't create excitement. It doesn't create like, um, like, you know, a, a, an intensity to buy, right? Or an urgency to buy. It doesn't do any of that. And so the offer isn't good. But we've got a, um, a campaign at the moment, and 
um, or sorry, it's, it's just finished. And um, it was like a, a laser lipo treatment. And normally I think it's like 100, 195 or something like that. And she was doing it for 99. And she's booked a ton of them. Like the whole campaign has just like gone crazy. There's been so many bookings. And so the, and I know when you, when you listen to this, I know what you're thinking, right? Because they get it all the time. It's like, yeah, but you're going to discount those services. You're going to get discount shoppers and blah, 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 blah. Our data, our data after running so many campaigns now does not support that theory. It does not support it. Will you get, when you, when you discount like that, when you go from 195 to 99 on a single offer, will you get people who are discount shoppers? Yes. Are the majority of people discount shoppers? Absolutely not. The, the data, like I said, the data we collect, all the metrics we compare against, it does not show that you are attracting a lower quality client. There's a small fraction of those clients that, bring, that come in who are discount shoppers and you just have to accept that, right? But I'm talking like 10, 20%. The large majority are people who want to try a service that they've never tried before, like a laser lipo. It's like, oh, I don't know. Will it work for me? I don't want to pay full price in case it doesn't work. Right, But when they come in and they get that single service, the data again, when we follow up with the clients, shows us that the majority of those clients go on to get a second service, which is full priced. And it's just simply though, it's the offer. You have to create, when you're doing marketing, you have to create an offer that's irresistible, something that someone can't say no to, something that someone goes, oh my God, I, I have to buy this now. I don't want to miss out on this. Right? When you create an offer like that, we see it time and time and time and time and time again. And it's not always about discounting. You can value add, right? You can add something like one or two or three things into it. So you can still charge full price for a hair service or a skin service or what have you. And you just throw in other things to make it more valuable. But if the offer is irresistible, you get a successful campaign. If the offer is shit, you get a shit result. It is as simple as that. And I can only tell you this like because... Like, I wish you could come into my world for a day and I wish you could see and sit down on my computer and see all the metrics we collect, all the different salons. And even now listening to this, I know that some of you, some of you right now listening to this are going to be like, oh, but not my business. I can tell you that we look after salons, spas, clinics, like you name the type of barbershops all over Australia, every single part of Australia, every state, every territory, regional, rural, sub-rural. Um, in a city with like Melbourne downtown, like Turak in Melbourne, like or um, right in the middle of Sydney, the Gold Coast, everywhere in Australia you can possibly imagine, Alice Springs, everywhere we have covered it. We have the data, and not just one salon, but multiple salons across Australia in those areas that so we can collect data and compare. In addition to that, we've got New Zealand data, we've got North Island, Central New Zealand, South Island, like all of it, every single type of business, and we've been running these campaigns aggressively for like, well, it's, it's a couple of years, but aggressively for about 12 months. And so we've got so much data. And I can tell you that even if you're sitting there right now going, not my business, I can promise you, I could show you 10 businesses. If you asked for it, I could show you 10 businesses who are exactly like yours in exactly your demographic with exactly the socioeconomic um, status of your clientele. And I will show you the results that these sounds have got, not just in the immediate, not the, the income they've generated, not the profit they've generated in the first part of the campaign. I can show you that, but also like, what is the retention like? And if you're sitting there and go, I wouldn't be able to retain those clients, the discount shoppers, that is not a client problem. That's a you problem. I like, I need to sometimes be honest with you guys. Like that is a you problem. You mean you can't retain clients because the good sounds that we look after and we run a good offer, we see that they 
are able to retain the clients and over six months, 12 months, they make a ton of money of these campaigns because people come back and they spend money and they upgrade and retail and become long-term loyal clients, right? It's as simple as that. The offer is the thing. Now, in saying that, I did promise you the three things, I will tell you three things that you can do to fill your books. But firstly, you not you must come up with an irresistible offer. Again, the, the, the benchmark or the yardstick and like, is it irresistible? It's like, show it to your friends, show it to your family, show it to your loved ones, show it to your inner circle and say, would you be able to scroll past this and not book? And if they say, yeah, I, I don't know, maybe I might book or whatever, the, the offer isn't irresistible enough. It's got to be something where they go, I could not go past that without booking because it's just too good. It's too good. Right? And when you come up with that, you will have a successful marketing campaign. If you have run campaigns in the past that haven't worked, it's because your offer has not been good enough. Now, once you come up with a really, really great offer, all you need to do is these three steps. It's super simple and you can do it in like half an hour. Number one, print out a list of your top 100 clients, pick up the phone, tell them the offer and book them in. But when you, book, when you tell them the offer, you make an assumptive sale. You say something along the lines of, hey, Mary, just giving you a call from, you know, Billy Salon. Um, I just wanted to let you know, we've just released probably our most valuable offer that we've ever, ever released before. And because you're such a loyal client of ours, because you are one of our VIPs, I wanted to personally call you and book you in for this service because I know that you're going to love it. I know that you're not going to want to miss out. So look, here it is. You rattle the offer. So when is a good time for you, Mary? When can I book you in? It's assumptive selling. You're not actually like asking them whether or not they want to. You're booking them to advise them that that's what you're, sorry, you're calling them to advise them that you're going to book them in. All right. If you do that, you will fill a, a large chunk of your empty space. The second thing you want to do is send out an SMS. And if you're saying, but what if we call them? Do we SMS them as well? Yes. Right. Yes. Most people will like, They'll either action an SMS or they'll read it perhaps when they're like looking after the children or they're at work or they're busy with the husband or whatever the case may be. They'll read it and then they'll go, oh shit, yeah, I'll, I'll do that later. And then what happens, they get busy with life and they forget about it. So the call then backs that up, right? And so you want to always like double up on or triple up on your marketing. You want to stack your marketing. You never want to do like a single, a single platform or a single medium, right? You always want to stack your marketing on top of each other. So you got SMS and phone call and email and blah, 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 right? So you're going to make all those phone calls. And in addition to, you're going to send out this SMS, make it short, sharp, and show them the value. And again, you're going to pick up a ton of bookings from that if the offer is irresistible. The third thing you're going to do is to simply put it on your Facebook um, wall and just boost it to your fans. Now, normally I don't talk about boosting posts. I don't really agree with it that much. But if you're just trying to fill a booking on an irresistible, uh, fill your booking, sorry, on an irresistible offer, all you need to do is to create a post on your page and boost it and to your fans. They are people who like your page, right? And again, if the, if the offer is irresistible, then people will click on it. If you do those three things, you pick up the phone, you dial your 100 people, you send the SMS out with the irresistible offer, or like when you're phoning the people and you're SMSing and you're Facebook boosting, obviously it's all the same offer. If you do the, the phone calls, you do the SMS and you do the Facebook boost, if you do all those things and you have an irresistible offer, there is no reason whatsoever you can't pick up 100 bookings at least and you can fill up an entire week's worth of white space. So that's it. That's all you have to do. So I hope this lesson has been valuable for you today on the podcast. If you have, please make sure you like, share, comment, give me some love and subscribe to the podcast. I'll be back tomorrow on Saturday for another edition of the podcast. Until then, catch you later, guys. Bye-bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.